All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai, and today I have my good friend, Dr. Francis Yu. Francis is obviously one of our uh, elite one-on-one Limitless MD coaching clients, but more than that, he's born and raised New Yorker. He has practiced as an osteopathic uh, practitioner in Manhattan. He's co- considers himself the sole coach, and he's been helping physicians all over the country teach, train, and elevate their life with breath, spirit, deep inner work. And he's the host and master ceremonies of the soon-to-be-released Holistic Physician Healer Summit. This guy is the real deal, guys. So pay attention. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy-building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to up-level their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Dr. Francis, you welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Fikram, for having me. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Francis, tell me about the number one thing that motivates you to help doctors right now. Why do you want to help doctors? Yeah, very simply, I'm a doctor. And I've seen other doctors struggle with the same things I'm struggling with. I spent many years before I became a doctor with the same things with, with the struggles I've had and medical school and residency didn't really, really fix anything. I kind of, I mean, yes, I got smarter. I got, I knew how to do things, but, but it didn't really help me be deep down who I am and perform to where I wanted to go. And I've gained a lot of different perspectives and tools and models and, and just, I'm a lifelong learner and just learn to really know things. And I've used that to help myself and get connected with with my inner being, my soul. And that, that is a thing that we just don't talk about because uh, I'm going to go medical school, right? They care about churning on doctors, right? How do you become a physician? Well, you get licensed after you're going to school. How do you become a cardiologist? Well, you go to internal medicine residency. Then you go to cardiology training. You want to be an electrophysiologist? Go to another fellowship. And it's not, there's no 
how to be a doctor yourself, how to be a doctor you. I mean, I'm, I'm doctor you, but how to be a, a, your own you. And there's no class for that. And that, that's, that's really what's important because otherwise we're going to see people just not being themselves. And that's, that's kind of sad. So, Francis, what I'm hearing from you is you're noticing that there's an epidemic of people who've lost their authenticity as physicians. Is that what we're hearing? Oh, oh, definitely. But I, I would say it's, it's even goes further past back than that, right? Why do people go into medicine in the first place? There are a lot of people, and it may be because I'm a I'm a child of of, of of immigrants, right? Who came to the U.S. and be like, be a doctor, and it was not really my authentic way of life. It's not like I was five years old, I wanted to become a doctor or something like that. But now, I mean, I appreciate that they encouraged me and I enjoy the medicine. But still, there was not a push for you be you, just just not screw everything else. But, 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 but prioritize what's important because you want to be of service to the world and yourself and that's the best way to help others and and increasingly as people go in there i would say late mid late 30s 40s 50s people are just dissatisfied or noticing that there's just something missing and it is that that missing piece that uh, i've explored a lot and i'm not not to say that i'm going to tell people what's missing for their lives but i've, I've explored that and i know the tools that'll be helpful so Francis, what's what was missing in you? Yeah, I'll, I'll say there, there's there's plenty, plenty I'm working on, but it, it it was a feeling understood, knowing what's important to me, right? What 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 are the if I had three these three five things in the world, everything else just 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 doesn't matter. I've done a lot of different work uh, as a doctor. I did a. Uh, uh, medical education. I was a program director. I did hospital leadership, vice chair of the, of the family medicine department. I did QI projects. I started clinic projects. Then I, I said at the end, eh, you know what? It's not really my thing. And I got I got rid of those things because I realized it's, I don't want to become a, a president of a hospital or, or or all these other things, a DIO or whatever. Some people might, but it was just not my thing. And it was through this process of exploring things that I, that I found out these are things not I things I don't want to do. I don't want to pursue whatever's end of this road. And what was missing was what is the the thing, the top three or five things that if I have this, then everything is just is just a bonus. You know, the Dalai Lama says, you know, let joy be your GPS or jet, let joy be your compass. Actually, is what he said, but. I'll translate that to the modern terms of being your GPS. So uh, sounds like you said, hey, look, you keep referencing the three to five things. Are these like your North Stars? Are these like sort of like your dharma, your purpose, your why you're here? Yeah, it's, that's definitely true. Although I, I must say we as people think we know what those are. and But that that evolves and in uh transmutes as we age right first we think i want to become a doctor right someone may be like oh my doctor's my dream but then they realize that dream and then there's another form i want to be this kind of doctor oh i was that kind of doctor i want my own functional medicine practice oh now i want to do real estate and coach i mean <laughs> i'm kind of talking about your evolution there where there's a personal evolution and development and realization of of because we, we can't know everything that we want. 
uh, and then just just do it all. If someone's out there, then good for them. But that's not the case for many of us. So you're saying that sometimes, uh, and I, I like to use this quote: "Your dreams are not your destiny," and uh, things evolve over time. And so, yeah. you know, I've had multiple destinations. Yeah. And, and then also multiple identities of, you know, who I am. am. Am I a doctor? Am I a real estate investor? Am I a functional practitioner? Am I a dad? Am I a, you know, a husband? What am I like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and what is it all about? And, you know, so it sounds like it's a deeper purpose that you help doctors discover. Um, and sounds like you first had to discover it yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. So so my uh, the three things that I say that I help myself with, which I'm still doing, right? I still have my mentors, my coaches, uh, people help me spiritually, physically, all those things. But for, for me, my real interest is the personal, really self-understanding, my context, right? As someone who has Asian parents, right, who immigrated, but I grew up, I was born and grew up in, in New York, right? I, I spoke Korean first at home, but then I pretty much lost most of it. When I became four years old, I spoke English. So I was in a lot of different contexts. So, and how that influenced who I am, who I become, what I did, what I did with, with whomever, that really served as a foundation of what's really going on with me and, and what, what would the future hold? And the second part is really understanding our restrictive patterns. Uh, I've, I've worked with you, so you, we work together, you know, things that hold me back, things that may show up now uh, routinely. Uh, but then I, I see that in myself, things that hold me back, that I hold myself back. But also, everyone has things, things, they do the things the way that got them to where they are now. But those aren't the things that are going to get them to where they want to be. Because if they, if it did, then they'd already be there, right? So if you want something different, then the patterns have to change. The emotional habits, the cognitive habits, and the physical habits. But then if we don't know what those patterns are, then we don't even realize what results we got and how we even got here. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is once we know these things, we can actually have a map, right? Like you're saying, a GPS, that we can actually move forward and actually go somewhere new. Because otherwise, if you want something new, keep doing the same things, you know, that's, that's said a lot, we're just not going to go anywhere. But I would say the trick or the issue is that people don't know what it is that they're doing that they have to get out of to get to the next, next level, next phase, next stage. Francis, um... Uh, what's a good mental model or construct or sort of paradigm that you've adopted over the last, you know, three to six months that you think would be very helpful for physicians listening right now? Hmm, Let's give a very simple version here. So in, in essence, we have, we have, we do the things the way we do them, right? Except that we don't exactly know what that is. So at the very least, get a, a, a 360, right? In medical education, we talk about getting evaluations from people around you. Uh, in, in, as a business, as if you run a business, you get evaluations from everybody. Uh, but then you don't, you don't t- turn off your ears and your brain say, oh, this person's input doesn't count. Oh, this person's input doesn't count. Or oh, I know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to ignore this person. It's, it's really getting to see yourself in a truly objective 
of outside in, but also knowing yourself from inside out. And that really, to emphasize the point, requires having people that, yes, you want people to comfort you, but you, want, you need people to challenge you. Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere. So you need people to comfort you when you're challenged, and you need people to challenge you when you're comforted. <laughs> Say the last part again. That was really good. You need people to comfort you when you're challenged, and you need people to challenge you when you're comforted. Okay. That's great. Guys, um, one of my major themes, uh, you know, as I interview all these amazing guests and I, as I, you know, just think about my own life and I talk to clients is the evolution of doctors going from comfort to courage. And the more courageous they become, the more successful they become, the happier life they live. And the really they're having the impact that they truly want. And it's authentic impact. And being comfortable is the default setting for all of us. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, give me an example, Francis, of you stepping out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. So this year, 2022, I've been doing a whole slew of things that I've never done before. I've had my private practice for uh, a few years, but it was only this year that I decided to really invest in it. Right, I moved to Manhattan where my private practice was. I started working seriously on the branding and the marketing. I got out of Medicare, got out of network, charging people cash uh, to amounts where I haven't charged people before, saying I'm, I'm, I'm just valuable, right? Because I did so much education, so much training above and beyond like four certifications in, me in medicine, right? And three other non-medical certifications. And I, I have to charge what I'm worth. And I think that's one thing that's very challenging for physicians who just kind of come out of residency. So that's one thing is going on my own and charging people cash, knowing that I'm, I'm worth that much. That, 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 that's awesome. That's one big thing. And the other thing is, like anybody else, uh, I'm, I'm afraid of rejection, actually. Even though I may sound very confident, I am super introverted. I hate asking people for things. And if they say no, I say, okay. Uh, but then this year I started saying, oh, are you sure? Can you, can you, can you reconsider? And actually saying, can you, can you give me, give me some of your attention? And one of those projects is this holistic physician healer summit I'm doing. I reach out to people I know, but also strangers and asking them to be presenters, expert speakers on my event. And usually I will not even ask people these things. Oh, can you do something for me? And can we work together? That That is way out of my comfort zone. And honestly, I still have some anxiety going before that. And pushing that record button, right? It's, it's kind of scary. But I mean, once you push the record button, whatever happens, happens. But is this, oh no, what if this goes stupidly? What if, what if I mess up? What if I cough? And, and all these things. Uh, but I really learned to just, 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 just do it. If they say no, before I would just say, okay, they said no. But now I say, hey, how about next year? How about how about next month? How about, okay, can you reconsider? I, this is just a little bit of your time and I really appreciate it. And that is something I would have never done before and actually asking twice or, or not taking their no may be predicated because they just don't know enough. So it's it's really coming out of the shell and and not not stopping at the first step. Like you have to take more than one step to get somewhere and not somehow uh, retreating and withdrawing after the first thing that didn't work out, which which um, I'm still working on, but it's, it's definitely challenging me. 
That's awesome, Francis. I love the fact that no is the beginning of the conversation versus the end. I love how you get curious when people say no. I love how you reframe the no. And all these things are very helpful for the physicians listening here for many reasons. One, you know, if you're a physician and you're in some other field as well, like in real estate, you, you need to have a thick skin and be able to be able to compel and convince stakeholders such as investors. If you're in a medical practice and you're maybe cash-based and it's just not all insurance patients, you know, the no is just like, hey, maybe I don't know, I have enough information about your procedure, your protocol, your program, your services. I just need more or I'm not ready yet. Or it's like, you know, is there a different timing? So all of that's amazing. And then like, it looks like you're going to be going the thought leader space. You're running a summit. What's the name of your summit again? Yeah. So it's holistic physician healers. And the idea was to bring in people who are interested, right? They don't need to already believe in it or be skeptical, whatever. Just have people kind of like me just interested in, oh, there are things we didn't learn in medical school, didn't learn in residency, didn't learn in fellowship, and we may have to have done extra training, but things patients are already doing, things other physicians and non-physicians are doing to help other people, and grabbing, collaborating with those experts and showing up with them and saying, hey, these things exist, this is what it's really about, and this is what helps people and things that we have to know because people are using them and we're going to be left behind in the dust. So I love guys. He's, he's obviously very enthusiastic and passionate about it. Number two, he's never thrown a summit before in his life. <laughs> he's been to part of a lot of summits. And so what he models best practices. Number three, what is he doing? He's taking massive action and, and he's not letting a few no's or people saying, you know, I'm not sure to stop him and he's going to get this result done. So he has, he's very clear on the result. He's taking massive action and his why is very powerful. He wants to serve physicians on a deeper level and maybe go beyond just the traditional medical practices. Hey, look, what, what other things can we discuss and can we help patients in a, even a better way? And can we help physicians in a better way? So I love your mission. I love what you're doing, Francis. Well done. And how to get to people, get to know more about you and, uh, and maybe be part of the summit. Yeah, I would say the best way to find me is on social media and online. If you want to contact me directly, you can have my email. I think that's just really great. It's drfrancisu at gmail.com. If you like hanging out on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But email is just the best way if you want to contact me. And Francis is F-R-A-N-C-I-S and last name U-Y-O-O. All right. So, Francis, uh, what's, the, what's the impact you want to have on the world? Honestly, I don't have the 100% best answer for that. I want to know myself, heal myself, and be free, right? I know, I know we talk a lot about the freedoms, but uh, almost beyond like the location freedom. Also. If you, once you have all those freedoms, there, there's another freedom that's waiting. It's this, I'm here as a human being, and I can relate to my loved ones in a way that's totally healthy. I can use my knowledge and understanding and skills to help in a way that's serving others, but also to continue to explore myself. And what that actually looks like, that's a bit of abstract, what that will look like will change and transform, but it is going to be somewhat psycho-spiritual. It will be physiologic. It will be about love. 
Uh, and in the end, maybe freedom is love, right? Maybe love is freedom. Uh, but but we need steps to get there, and that's why I like working with you because you you provide me uh, the the information and practice to 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 get to that final location for me. Thank you guys. Thank you, Dr. Francis. You are philosopher, our physician, and and now uh, the runner of this uh, beautiful summit. So congratulations to all your success, Francis. And guys, continue to listen in, refer friends to the podcast, and, and until then, uh, until next time, uh, stay phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.